that track? Yellow Wolf. That's really good. He's uh, like an Eminem protege. Oh. Yeah. Is he on there? Well, I don't know what, I forget what Marshall's, Marshall Matters. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's really cool. Shady Aftermath? Yeah, maybe. Is that it? I think it is Shady something. Yeah, I think you're right. Shady Aftermath. Yeah, yeah. Hi, and welcome to the Pard Brunch. Wow. wow. Look at that. That's all it took is I'm go nervous. to another place and you forgot uh, what this I'm podcast nervous. is called. I'm nervous because we have a real broadcaster. In it's the really room. intimidating. It's, it's really intimidating. Real Hi, and welcome to the Harder Brunch podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. And with me, as always, my co-host, Chris King. Hello. Uh, our producer <laughs> in the new studio, <laughs> the sauce <laughs> boss of Indianapolis, Zach Rohn. Hello. I'm going to give you this week off. I'm going to give you this week off. We're not going to talk about... <laughs> Anything terrible that you've done or been accused of? You said you were going to fire me on the text thread this morning. No, well, we're we're firing Hack Bone. Oh, gotcha. You don't you don't know who that is? Uh, the day's still young, Zach. So just you know, <laughs> it's also very early. Keep it close to the chest. I like to you know, being in HR, I like to fire people at the end of the day, not in the middle <laughs> yeah. of yeah. their job. And then with us in studio. Uh, the professional broadcaster Nikki Reed. Alleged, right? allegational. <laughs> All I can do is apologize. Dude, I just feel like I'm going to say I'm sorry it's the not entire weird. time. Like you guys, the the setting you have now is more professional than what I have in my home. So just know we're there at this point. All I know is you came in and you said your microphone's broken. No, 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 no. I just, I know where I prefer to have it angled. That's yeah. just a me thing. That's it didn't not, work out. I, well, we got it. We do have, we usually give that, the one that you have right now, I usually, I usually take that one. And then, because these two stands are the better stands. The mics are great. This is just fine. They're better. Like, like what I have in my house, where I'm working on right now, it looks like somebody's dad set it up for someone's church. Like, I've it's it. that yeah. rudimentary so this is fabulous i was gonna i saw your i told you i had those these moving blankets i definitely could have given you one but dyke's currently using it as a uh, curtain in his house <laughs> walks out the entire sun he, well, he tells everybody that he's like it's blanket on the entire sun it's great like that works no people do it a curtain in their house but it's nice so nikki you are uh now a long time professional broadcaster i guess yeah i think when i first met you about five years ago you were kind of like a year or two into it, or newer. Oh, uh, so I started. Uh, I started in college. So my okay. first job out of college was about 2007. So I guess 13 years in of like actual human jobs. Wow. But yeah, so I mean, you know, I guess it depends on what you think is professional. I have no idea. <laughs> what you you didn't meet her 13 years ago, right? Uh, no, I met her like five years ago. Right. I so guess. I guess just she being was in on, the she was on the show. Yeah, but you'd been on the show for like a year. Yeah, I did oh. afternoons before that, so I did okay, that for four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and so I've done other morning shows, and I've done traffic, and I've done all the fun, nonsense stuff. What was your least favorite job? Was it traffic? Because it sounds like it'd be so traffic. traffic itself. I wasn't very good at. I don't think I should have had that job. Um, I liked working there though. So it was in the WIBC studios in their newsroom, and everybody that I worked with was so cool and so interesting and so fun. Yeah. So doing traffic itself not that interesting, mm-hmm. but being in a newsroom where people would get tips that weren't approved. Like, oh, so and so just told me this. Like, and it's not approved. And then yeah. two weeks later, you'd see it in the star or something like that. Like, oh. that's the kind of stuff that was fun. Yeah. It was like hearing all the inside stuff, listening to the police scanners and stuff like that. Oh, I liked wow. that. That was fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You, you're gonna you're gonna take a drink right now. I did. I, was, I, 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 I gotta tell you, I need you to step it up today. <laughs> this just because we switched. I, I don't know when you wanted to lead in, but usually we are at your house. Yes, we're not at your house today. No, we usually you're the cook, you're the chef. He's scolding me. I know. You're no, I'm just saying. I just I'm telling other people we're listening. We're like that Monte Cristo at the end of the island. <laughs> I mean, I like. I did not jump immediately. I was like letting her finish a sentence. That's what I did. I would. I need you to jump in. There's no okay. like. Oh are there rules here? Because no. I'm stressed. I don't know what. Maybe I've had 17 drinks before this, <laughs> and I kept thinking like any minute we're gonna do the podcast, and I just kept drinking instead. Yeah. So at this point, like. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm gonna listen to this to remember what happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Don't even worry this about is, me. This is the show. This yeah. is yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. It's Chris yelling at me. Yeah. It's, it's it's me disparaging our producer. Like yeah. that's all. That's all we do. Okay. Here. That's right. This is it. You did, we're in it. You did mention uh, that you had a studio in your house. So are you podcasting now too? Uh not podcasting. We're just doing the show from our house. So I do the oh, yeah, morning Coke. show on WZPL. Forgot about the world. Yeah. <laughs> so we um, it's it, very weird situation. Cliff's notes. We were owned by another company in a in a building. That company sold us. They were able to take all of our salespeople, everybody who wasn't on air, and move us into the new building. So it's okay. Cumulus now. So it's like the people who own FMS and WJJK and stuff like that. 
we didn't move there because they didn't have studio room for us as they were building new studios. It took a year. The day they said, it's happening, guys, pick up all your things, your pens, whatever. We're bringing it over to the new place, new studio tomorrow. We drop all our things off. We go home. We get a call from our boss that says, don't come back. And this was in March, right, right when COVID was going down. And we haven't been back since. So we've just been broadcasting from our homes over a Zoom call. That's wow. crazy. So Smiley, the host of our show, he's the only one in studio. The rest of us are on a Zoom call. So I'm in my dining room yeah. on a table with just things that I piece together from borrowing from friends and stuff like that. So just, yeah. I mean, absolute garbage setup. Oh, you didn't get anything from the company, like professional? The only thing they provided us with was like a, a headphones with one of those microphones that come out, but like a $30 headset. Yeah. And we as a show, we're like, absolutely not. Like, we need to have better quality than that. Yeah. It's a five-hour, barely any music talk show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was able to borrow. Will from our show had, you know, he's got tons of podcasts set up, yeah. so he let me borrow a bunch of stuff. But that's kind of what I've been working with and will probably work with till next year. Wow. So I was going to say, yes, so six months. Like uh, They've told us not to expect to go next year. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. What? It's, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I just know, I was just going to say, because we tried this... <laughs> this uh podcast that we're doing and and i say that because i i feel like we we have a pretty decent setup we're doing it pretty professionally we did not try zoom at all we no. we just did everything like with regular over the phone phone calls mm -hmm. i hated it and the, the quality was it's awful was rough, yeah. and what we're dealing with so myself tony will and cole who's our assistant producer we're all in our own separate homes so dave coming to us is delayed us yes. going back to him is delayed and us going to each other is delayed so mm -hmm. all we're doing, because as, as a show, we're trained, if there is a space, you fill it. Yeah. Well, all of our heads are hearing a space. Yeah. So we are constantly, everybody talks at once, everyone stops. Everyone talks at once, everyone uh, stops. And we're just, oh my God, yeah. all we do is step all over each other. And it, I mean, it's, in our opinion, atrocious. Now, now it's, it's kind of like, it's kind of like broadcasting from a walkie-talkie. We yeah. just yeah. be like over. That's exactly right. But that's yes. what we did. We did. We did, I think, maybe two episodes like that, and it was delay. And it's not the training that you have from being a professional, you know, professional newscaster. Mine is just like in life, I don't let people, I don't let there be silence. That's, I agree. That's like with a, you. Well, that's, and that's what we. That's are. a narcissist. That's a just a thing that I have. Uh, so yeah, that's the thing is we'd be on the phone, and it's just a person who's waiting to hear, and there's yeah. that space, and you just kept filling you it. Fill it. So it's just a lot of like stopping, talk, and and that's not good for anybody. It's and like, the problem that we have too is we've worked together for so long, we know each other so well that I can tell right. if Tony sits up a little more or if Will leans forward a little more and going, they're going to talk next. I know their yeah. body movement so well oh my God, that yeah. I'll step back or we'll go, okay, well, in this moment, so-and-so fits better talking here. But we you know lose each a other, step when it's but you lose zoom, it all. Yeah. So you just jump in to fix the space and you mess it up. Have you guys considered doing what like the like the NBA does where you all live in a bubble together for we six have months, seven months? Offered <laughs> so here's where we're struggling in in that and I know that their their angle is to do the right thing is our company, corporate company, is basically doing everything they can to prevent anyone from getting sick. Yeah. So it's not that we haven't offered or said we'd be willing, it's that they won't approve. Oh, they don't it. want to roll the dice. And so as a result, yeah. if we did that on our own, it would be insubordinate basically and we're new to this company yeah so it's not just oh yeah yeah, yeah. look whatever like we can't do that in this situation right, right but now. they have the, have, best, to, the they best. have the best of intentions yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. so we just kind of have to toe the line until wow. things get better so nikki we normally start off uh the podcast we play a game typically i cook all the food you came on a very special day <laughs> yeah. it's like a freaky friday episode of of uh, heart of brunch where chris king did all the cooking and yeah. i gotta say Bang up job. Oh, that's very delicious. Job. You were you, expecting it to be really terrible. Oh, yeah. I was expecting <laughs> at least one thing to be horribly burnt. It was. Uh, the thing is, you guys were way nicer than I thought you'd be because I did. I fucked up those Monte Cristos. And I, I, we can take more pictures of those. They were terrible. I started the morning. First of all, I didn't sleep because I had nightmares of making that sandwich yeah. because I've never made it. I've never made anything a deep fryer before. And I was at nightmare. I literally, I'm not joking. I had nightmares of like, how does batter work in a fryer? I don't know. And then I made it. And it was all my nightmares came true. Mm. It was, I didn't know what I was doing. Uh, water got in there. I don't know, Dyke, if you've ever seen what? water go into a fryer before, because yeah. you're a professional chef. You don't want that. No. No, like, you don't want it's that. It's like a little Vietnam happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. It was a lot of, a lot of pop popping. water in there. Well, uh, let me tell you, Nikki. I, uh, I, let, I kept it outside because I know that when Dyke has it inside, uh, you know, the whole place smells like old fries. And so... 
Uh, I thought I'll put it outside, and then you know, then the place wouldn't smell like fries when people came over. But there apparently, I don't know where the water's coming from on the roof. I don't know if it rained or just moisture. So but, a, little, a, little, a little roof water got yeah, in the fries. Did you say? It wasn't even like a sanitary water. Like I was drinking something that fell in there. It was like some roof water. So you were like, here's some roof water, yeah, Monte Cristo. Yeah. It was a it was a situation where I took the lid off the fryer. Roof water went in there, and then it, all hell broke loose. Meanwhile, you were like, I'm going to serve this to my guests. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Meanwhile, I'm trying to get the sticky sandwich off there. A dyke had to tell me how to not how to make a, stand, a sandwich not stick to the basket i didn't know because, oh. well when you well okay so uh-huh. when you put a sandwich something in batter in a basket if you just pull the basket out and drop it on there the the batter's soft and you know yeah. battery but then when it's cooking it basically cooks around anything that it's on so it cooks around the basket right. and i'm an idiot and i'm like well i'm sure this will work what do you do you let it float for a little bit cook it there and then you drop it so then it doesn't cook around it Oh, which I had to call. I told me that when I phone made a phone call, and uh, so yeah, so I was trying to get it unstuck. Roof water came in there; it was blowing up. The dog really wanted to see what was going on, so just oh, kicking everything. No. Like I need to make a sandwich. So all of my nightmares did come true, and it's it's all on a plate downstairs. Just your nightmare <laughs> plate. The nightmare plate of raspberry and turkey. It is mm. just terrible. I wish I would have known about the roof water before I tried that sandwich. <laughs> really, not no, no, no. That was not. That was not a. Uh, it's not the time of year to be rolling the dice. With, that, uh, the roof water, water sandwich. The roof water sandwich was garbage. I thought, okay, that the first sandwich. Those aren't even the first attempts. Those are second and third attempts. Okay. First water roof. First attempt roof water sandwich was in the trash. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll first attempt bad. I'll get it from now on. I just won't let water get in there. That's when I moved it over. And so then, the one on the plate wasn't even roof water. No, 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 no. no there's no. I'm not gonna give that to people. Uh, I feel like once the roof water hits the fryer, yeah, it, they're all roof water sandwiches. After that point. Oh, he's right. <laughs> you could just say it was like organic and like it was organic, locally sourced. Yeah, locally sourced. It was from our locally roof. sourced. Uh-huh. Well, let me. The other thing that happened that I didn't tell Dyke about this. I'm telling him right now is that when this is I about something I ate already. <laughs> yeah. So when I. When I asked, I because I, I brought the fryer from Dyke's house. I don't own that. And I said, I said sure. And then I went over there and I, I said, hey, is the fryer in your kitchen, Dyke? And he said, yeah, you have to empty the grease out. So I did that and I poured it out. And uh, I don't, I've never poured out a big bucket of grease into a kitchen before. What it, did you do? Where'd you? Uh, it, it went all over the counter. Uh, oh, you it, didn't pour it down the sink? No, he would never do that. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Chris. Listen. I you did. <laughs> I asked him what to do with it, and he said he said it was okay. He doesn't own those pipes, so oh. that's the benefit of not owning. Of For the record, he didn't say it was okay. He's. <laughs> I said, "What should I do with it?" And he said, "Run a bunch of water." I'm like, "Is I said in the text, Zach, you have it. Is that okay?" And then he said, "Yeah, if you don't do it all the time, it's fine." So I just if did it. <laughs> but the thing is, I poured it into the sink. But I mean, I did you run cold water? Ice, no. ice. It wasn't. No, 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 no. It wasn't. The grease was very. Uh, it wasn't hot. Like it was cold. Like the no, whole no, thing. no. I'm saying, but like you're supposed to run hot water, so it. Oh yeah, and the best part is Dyke's hot water is. Uh, it'll 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 burn you. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> you can cook in that water. I don't think you have to boil any water. You can just cook it. in That water's hot. So yeah, I put hot water in there. I ran the garbage disposal. I did the whole thing. Okay. But when I poured the bucket of grease <laughs> into the sink. I mean, it's a lot, and it went behind it and everywhere else. So, Dyke, I owe you a roll of paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you also had a, a bottle of soap that did not have a cap. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, your counter is clean. Your counter is clean. And I just, the whole time, like, I was trying to get out of there. I just made a mess. Like, if anybody walked in, it was just a, it was a disaster the entire time. Like, there was grease everywhere. Then there was soap everywhere. I didn't know it was grease. I didn't know it was soap. So, normally, Nikki, we play a game. <laughs> Where Chris uh, guesses what what we just ate, yeah, right, um, and he normally guesses wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, one time I made gumbo, and he yeah. said I really like those hot dogs with rice that you made. Uh, they were delicious. Hot dogs with rice. <laughs> they were the best hot dogs and rice. But this week he made all the food, so he yeah. knows exactly. But uh, there yeah. was there was a theme, yeah, to to this meal as every. Every dish was a place that you've worked at before. Yeah, and and what uh, what you reminded me of is they I've been fired from all those places. <laughs> I'm excited. Yes. So it was a four course meal, guys. You, you, uh, <laughs> you do the math on that. Uh, so we're gonna play a game called uh, Why'd you get fired from that job, Christine? <laughs> uh, so the first thing I made. Oh, the first thing. Wait, wait. Went- do we want to guess? I'm gonna say gross <laughs> incompetence. Can I hear where it was? Uh, what yeah, the place so- was. 
I didn't go. The dishes weren't served in order. The places that I worked. Okay, but so, just tell me the place. So from the first, first dish. place that I worked on there was the first place was Bennigan's, and that was the Monte Cristo, and that's where you worked with mm-hmm. uh, Pete, Pete Holmes. Holmes. Yes, yeah, Ooh, yeah, I love. <laughs> yes, he's great. He's I great. want you to be better friends with him. You were a big dick to him. You were like, I used to have his phone number. I'm sure he's changed his number by uh, now. She's like, Pete Holmes was here in this podcast. Tonight. That'd be great. Like, I, I didn't wish... even think he was that funny when we worked at Bennigan's. And it was like, he wasn't. He worked at Bennigan's. Let he me... wasn't like putting on his full act No, let me tell you, you this. I'm going to tell you this right now. Pete Holmes is the nicest guy in the world. I've seen his act. It was pretty funny. He wasn't funny in real life. Well, he wasn't. <laughs> the only funny joke that I ever heard him tell was he told a joke about being tall and playing hide and seek. And he said that short people can hide in a cookie jar and tall people have to hide in a shower. That was funny. He's adorable. Yeah. Everything he does is great. So, uh, yeah, I was fired. I mean, McNiven's or uh, Bennigan's wasn't, I get those confused all the time. <laughs> Bennigan's wasn't as funny. It was just a matter of, I, I mean, when I was 21. This was I, a place where you were, you guys were the only two white Caucasian That's right. That's absolutely well. correct. There were mm-hmm. three white people in that Bennigan's. And one of them was Pete Holmes. One of them was like Pete the Holmes. the whitest of all white things. <laughs> yeah. You've oh met me, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I know, but you, like. You're different. He's just like, <laughs> he's like if white bread were a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he's adorable. Did, anyway, you, did you tell Nikki Reed what the, the nickname the rest of the staff gave you? Uh, KK. That's right, yes. So, this is the thing about 21-year-old Chris King, is that I came from northern Illinois, which is essentially Wisconsin, uh, you know, very white, white upbringing. And then I went there, and I thought, I thought it was woke. And then I realized that I was not. I was not. Uh, I did things like when people would say, hey, can I get a bottle of, uh, can I get a, you guys have this, which we did have. I said, we don't have 40s here. Things like that. Because I was an asshole. I, I didn't know. It was genuinely, I thought that they, I thought it was like Colt 45. I thought Colt 45 only came in a 40. Oh, I didn't know. Like and the it thing might is, be on tap or And then something. so the guy. They asked for orange juice. Was he? Yeah, like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm over 40s here. like, who's asking that? But the thing it was, it was Colt 45. And I said, we don't have 40s here. And I genuinely meant that. Yeah. And then the manager, African-American, the people complained, which rightfully they should have. And he said, first of all, uh, we do have Cold 45. It's in a can. Second, never say to anybody, we don't have 40s here, you stupid idiot. And so it was a lot of the education of you're a fucking asshole. You don't know things. This is why this is the thing is like people that are like living in these white neighborhoods and saying that there's no. Uh, no racism doesn't exist, or you don't know what you, you don't, don't know. know. You, don't you don't know what you don't know. And you know what? Something that's interesting coming from a small country ass, like cornfields on all sides, right. all white people, kind of a company. Like, what is it called? City. I've had a lot to drink. Um, right. But the point being that it's like until you're in a world in which diversity exists, that's right. You have no clue what it is, yep. or what you don't know, and you think, well, I've seen Save the Last Dance, so I know what's up. Like that's, <laughs> that's right. what you think about yourself. <laughs> that's right. Like Julia Stiles did it, so can I. Yeah. And so what you end up learning much later is, and then that's where you're humbled by, like, oh, I know nothing. Yeah. And in a way that, but at, I think as long as the world is understanding that you need a second to learn. That's nice. Well, and that's, and it's that's, helpful. yeah. And that's the, I mean, that's the thing about that, um, McNiven's is that they did give me a very hard time. Like, I look like, McNiven's. I mean, Bennigan's. I will, oh, oh I will continue to do that. But well, I've also had a lot to drink. But at Bennigan's was, I was the only white, I was the only white guy there for a while. Mm-hmm. Pete Holmes started after me. So you got fired for saying the 40 thing? So, no, I got fired because I, mean, you I should have been fired for that. <laughs> no, you would, you would think so. You would think so. But no, uh, it was a, it was a compound, uh, termination of not washing my uniform enough. You stop. <laughs> not washing my uniform enough. Hygiene. I was, I was way off. <laughs> what? It was, uh, it was, I had two, first of all, the, the Bennigan's shirts were made of, I don't know, the same thing as this moving blanket. They were a heavy, heavy fabric. And I own two shirts. You could buy another one for $10. I didn't have $10. Fair. I did not have $10. Did you have a washing machine? Yeah, I, 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 I think I did. Yeah, but I would just wear the same one. So it's like, hey, listen, you need to wash that shirt. They were like, you're or, the stinky kid. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, so. dude! Well, and the thing is, too, is like that was when I was riding, so I was riding my bike. Stinky racist. So I, I would. Stinky racist is again. I was just sitting over there judging people for getting forties, and like, listen, you smell like a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> uh, it was, it was a compound of that, and then I would start washing my shirt, and I got more shirts and whatever. But then it was like that, in on top of like, I think I was late like a bunch of times, which oh. is just waiting tables, and then. Uh, I, I think that I, I you we would do this thing at Bennigan's, which was terrible, where if someone was late, you could take their section. And so I usually bartended, so I didn't have to worry about it. But I was I took like a dining shift. I grabbed somebody's section, section started waiting on tables. They were already there. 
they were already working. Oh. And they found out that like I was double working like a section. Like this is the last straw, dirt kid. Oh, dirt You're kid. <laughs> oh no. I thought we'd be best to just And over. that's the least interesting firing story you have. That is, that is, that is oh, we're good. starting low. That is definitely the least interesting. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. And then so then I moved well, then I tried to work at the Cheesecake Factory. Oh. And I got that hired. That doesn't seem like a place for you. You know what? That's what the Cheesecake Factory said. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the, the food that goes along with this for Bennigan's, we made the Monte Cristo. I ended up pan frying the sandwich. I don't know if we want to talk about the food at all. It was great. It was talk good. Talk about it. It was good. It was, the, it was just speak on it. It was just the uh, turkey. Uh, I used a, um, I didn't use ham. I used a prosciutto. Prosciutto. Prosciutto, and then I did make bacon, bacon, and then brie, and then I just did it like a panini. I just like a press. It was great on that. Yeah, it was pretty good. And then oh, and then uh, re- like a raspberry sauce on there it was good. And then uh, cheesecake factory. We did a cheesecake at the end, uh, but cheesecake factory. The training for cheesecake factory is a month. Yeah. It's a month of training. That menu is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And when you it, say we, like you made this cheesecake all by yourself, right? No, Amy made the whole thing. Huh? Yeah, it was really good, actually. She did a really good job. Yeah, she did. Amy did, she a, great did a great job. job Amy that. did a great job. She's she also made the bread for the Monte Cristo. Like, there's nothing yeah. that Amy didn't. Anything that was baked. Yeah, absolutely. She was all over it. Yeah. And Dyke specifically told her not to help, and she totally did. Well, uh, she, you can't. It's like when you tell Amy to do, like, I'm not going to. Amy, don't make me food. Amy, don't try and feed yeah. me. Amy, don't. And Amy, don't do the dishes. And she's down do there whatever. like washing yeah. the dish right now. I feel she'll like if Amy it. didn't help, we would have just got uh, roof water sliders or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I had. I told Amy, I'm like, hey, I think the theme's going to be roof water sliders. It's like, that's not a theme. That's just your life. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so Cheesecake Factory, uh, I didn't get fired. I did just not come back. Mm. But that was, it was one of the, you had to know the menu. Yeah, it's huge. How dare they? <laughs> and it was gigantic. And we so we did it, and we got to you get to eat all the food. Oh god! So I did really well in the eating of the food. It was okay. And then you had to come in and say, "Hey, you have to like." There's like 45 pages, and you have to like, okay, today you have to write down the ingredients for just like the chicken page. I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that. So as soon as like I, I just had a plan. As soon as they start giving us food, I'm just going to not come back into training. And unfortunately, wow. they stopped giving us food earlier than I thought. I didn't line up a job <laughs> in time. <laughs> So uh, I did just stop coming in. Um, but so I had a little bit of a gap in work experience uh-huh. there. And then I did get a job at Wolfgang Pucks in Evanston, very Evanston, fancy. Illinois. Very, very fancy. I shouldn't have been there either. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I made the uh, I made the smoked salmon pizza. Mm-hmm. Like that was a, delicious. With a spago. I put a little bit of roe on there instead of caviar mm-hmm. because I don't, no one likes caviar on this podcast. Um. <laughs> And then uh, with the and then the dough cream sauce, Amy made the dough sauce and the pizza crust. She did help a lot. Yeah, yeah. As I'm talking about, I'm like, man, I didn't do anything. She's I very just, fancy. I was just putting things on things that Amy made. <laughs> Amy made stuff, and I would just put things on top of yeah, it. That sounds great. Uh, and then so Wolfgang Pucks. Uh, funny story about Wolfgang Pucks. Uh, uh, John Cusack came in there, oh, and fun. he had a. You would think so. Yeah, like, sorry, oh, we don't, we don't sell forties here. <laughs> I just want to be fair. I just want to be fair. We like boom boxes in the back. Get out. Uh, and he came in with, I don't know if it was like his driver or his handler or what it was, but John Cusack would not uh, talk to me. Like as a server, like I would like, hey you guys, were just like, come, on, come on, man, say anything. Ah. <laughs> that was terrible. I, I'm sorry. I laughed there. at it, but that's not I funny liked at all. It. Uh, so I would kind of like, hey, can I get you guys something to drink? And uh, in Chicago, like, People like you would run into kind of famous people sure. quite a bit. I ran into the dad from Family Ties, super nice. And I don't know if Michael Not Gross and, and no. Michael Gross was, was Family Ties. I don't yeah. remember what Family yeah, Ties yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and the Tremors franchise. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I don't think Michael Gross and John Cusack are exactly on the. No, no, no. But I mean, I'm just um, saying, like, you would run into people like. Relatively famous people like we're in Chicago at some point. It wasn't like daily, sure. but at some point you're just like, oh, that's weird. The guy from Family Ties out there. Uh, but so you have to, but you have to be cool. You can't like, oh my god, I loved you and whatever. I so I went up and get got drinks, and the handler spoke for him the entire time. That's annoying. And said he'll have this and he'll have this. And he never said anything. Don't, just don't come in. Ironically, and say anything. He said nothing. <laughs> Did I tell you this is a side this is a side side note? But I saw Halsey downtown. How was she? Oh. Oh, she was great. No. Uh, <laughs> So I saw I was in Whole Foods. I didn't know who she was at the time. I love her. Uh, I was I was at Whole Foods, and my I have a friend that works at Whole Foods. And like we're having a conversation, and then all of a sudden she's like, "It's fucking Halsey right behind you." Oh, and I was like, wow. "I go, who's Halsey?" And she's like, 
She's a real oh famous singer. I don't know her. And so now I'm just... Oh, I don't know who do. she is. you do. You've heard her songs. You just don't know you've you heard You don't know it. my life. I do know your life. I'm telling you, <laughs> you've true. heard them. She's a... Uh, so I just want to go see a famous person now. Yeah. I don't even know who she is. And I just go and she's super tiny. Yeah. She's, and she's wearing like a disguise. Like she has like a dashiki on, giant sunglasses. and But she looks... She has like a famous aura around she's her. She's fracking gorgeous. She's super talented. She's an artist. So she did SNL. She did East Side with Benny Blanco and uh, I think Khalid maybe or something. Oh. And that song from the East Side. So she sings the song on SNL while she's painting... From the camera above, oh, yeah. painting on the floor. Like, I mean, what? just, she's freaking amazing. I don't know any of this. You would love her. <laughs> but I'm I was telling you. I saw her from like one end of the aisle and I was like, my plan was just going to do a, a pass by. Sure. Yeah. And just take a look. A little glance. A little glance. Yeah. Look, see. And I started to walk down the aisle and she has what I'm assuming is an off duty Navy SEAL. Uh, like, of course. He's like kind of. Five to ten feet away from her, but just like obviously just edging walk. you out. He's taking up the whole aisle. Like yeah. No one's walking down that aisle. And then I was just like, I think I saw. I was like, there was a guy I could or may or may not have been her bodyguard. Maybe I just made all that up. I don't know. It and then I, I go outside, and as I'm leaving, like literally, like in one movement, this black SUV rolls <gasps> up on the curb. He kind of shoots out and kind of blocks off the sideway, and the door yeah. opens, and then she just makes a beeline. Straight into the car. Like, it was wow. amazing. I mean, it was surgical. It was crazy. Wow. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that really was. And she was playing in a concert in town that at the White River. I think it was last summer. You didn't say anything to her? No, I was probably going to get shot. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Can I tell you about the time that we? I was at a thing where Lady Gaga was? Yes. Yes. So uh, after the Indy 500 where she did, like, the pace lap or something? I don't know. She sang maybe... God bless America? I don't know. She was Indy 500 a couple years ago. Maybe the 100th? I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I ended up at the... Uh, I snuck my way in, in a way. But Emma Dixon and Scott Dixon's after party, and I should not have been there. Chris Evans showed up, <laughs> drunk as hell. Which, by the way, shout out to his junk on the internet, because it's out. Chris Evans? Oh, yeah! You Wait, hold on. There's a couple things that just happened, what you said. His junk came out on the internet. Accident. Amazing. Worth seeing. <laughs> wait. Wait, there's so many things. W- was he at the thing with you? He the was at that party. So with we were you. there. Well, yeah, I mean, not with me. Yeah. Will and I, I don't from think the you know this crowd, there. but the three of us are definitely probably more interested in Chris Evans than we are in Lady Gaga. Fair enough. So Will and I are there. <laughs> are you talking about Captain America? Yeah, that's, yes. that's what she's saying. So what happened about America's, was, America's Wang just came out on the internet. America's Wang is on that's the internet you know. right now. Oh, so what happened was, so Emma Dixon and Scott Dixon always come on the show every year to like talk about the race or whatever. They're such yeah, yeah. sweet people. They're so nice. And they do that thing where they go, we're having a party. You all should come. Realistically, they're inviting Dave. Mm. But what happened was, Will and I were like, we'll be there. <laughs> and so we work our way onto that guest list to yeah. go to this party. We should not have been there. We did not belong there. There were so many people that were way better than us. We didn't talk to anyone. We just were there. And so first we're there, we're having drinks. And then Chris Evan walks in, but he's like, mm. like, you know, like one of those never was like, he's here, but he's real drunk. Don't talk to him. So wow. it's But then later... <laughs> Everyone's like, it's like, this is how, like, really, like, the way you see movies where crowds, like, and Lady Gaga's there. And so then, it's like, first she's in this roped-off area. So we're like, all right, we're just going to maneuver our way towards the (laughs) roped-off area just to look, because we just want to see her, right? Yeah. And we're with another girl whose name I won't mention, but local media person, sports-related, and she's like, I'm going to get a picture, and we're like, sweet, we'll go with you. So she lifts up her phone like this. And one of Lady Gaga, she had like 47 friends with her. Yeah. They weren't bodyguards necessarily. They were all friends. But the guy goes, no, don't be uncool. <laughs> nice. And we all were like, oh, don't be uncool. That's like, a straight move for a bodyguard. Anything, right? So nobody took pictures of her. But we weren't, you know, we were like, yeah. oh, it was her, not us. And we like bailed away. <laughs> but then later, she was, and by the way, she, she's four foot something. She's, she's very so tiny. small, yeah. So she's. Just so slight, you almost wouldn't notice her. But then later, she gets on the dance floor, and all of her friends are still around her, like protecting her. It's like this whole protective movement thing, which is so nice of them. But Will and I just sort of like <laughs> eighty shimmy our way onto the dance floor, so it's, we're not near her. Just real fast, you're really it's at a loss for you being on a radio show and a dance <laughs> that you just did there because the world is not seeing what we get to we see. We eighty shimmied <laughs> over to her, and we're like, we're dancing with Lady Gaga. She didn't see us, she didn't know us, she didn't talk to us, but we were on the dance floor with her. And it wow. was like the most exciting thing. <laughs> That's amazing. We, we, what was Captain America doing though? I didn't see really him after. He, it was very like 
the way I picture it in my head, which probably isn't true because I was probably drinking too, but he just shows up at the door. You remember, um, what's that song? Can't hardly, that song. Movie Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that seems right. Remember when Jennifer Love Hewitt walks in the door and is like, dun, yeah. dun, 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 and the whole world stops? Yeah, that makes sense. Is how Chris Evans walked in and yeah. everyone's staring at him. His, his eyes are like, <laughs> like rolling around his head <laughs> was how it felt. Yeah. Where everyone went, shoo, 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 it's Chris Evans. And his eyes are like, ding, dong, ding, dong, like back into his head. That makes sense. That's how I thought it was going to be. I, You know what? Before you even said that, I'm not joking. I'm like, probably like Jennifer Love you a thing where you like it was in exactly and everybody's that. looking but it's it's funny a couple of things happened though when you said chris evans it took dyke a, a while he didn't understand or care until he until he said wait a minute are you talking about captain america yes captain america <laughs> yeah. was there that's, but anyway you'll have to google his dick it's on the internet by accident we're not gonna google his dick it's, <laughs> it's worth seeing <laughs> it's worth knowing. i mean zach will just I'm, know I'm gonna google his it's, Amer- <laughs> it's america's dick as well yeah. Yeah. like yeah. it's you all know, of our america's dick. butt yeah. and it's america's dick he can do whatever god bless that he's done he's blessed we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna refill our drinks because Nikki obviously needs a couple more. Oh no! Pocket and then, <laughs> Google Chris Evans' dick. We're gonna right. Google Chris Evans' dick, and then we'll be right back. That seems like a you problem. I can <laughs> the, we can leave the door open. It's it's actually cooler in here than usually. It gets fucking hot in this office. I think Nikki's had. Uh, I think Nikki picked a lot hipper music. Usually, it's uh, yeah. dudes our age, and they're just playing songs from the nineties. That's right. <laughs> that is it, yeah. And I'm like, I remember this song. <laughs> Trying to class you guys up a little bit. Songs about going down on ladies. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, you were talking a little bit on the break about Surge. Mm. Let me tell you, uh, my friends in high school, they didn't sell Surge in indie for a while so they really? would they would make road trips to go to ohio to buy it and bring it ohio wow. surge trips oh yeah oh my god we made when i was in illinois we made a 45 minute car ride because they had surge in the fountain and we would go just get like a big gulp of surge in the fountain you know it's coming back right I'm so like taco bell's bringing it back i'm not that interested in it now taco bell is the place for it to be right, but yeah. I, i'm saying for for a generation that was a serious like thing i never thing. drove out of state for no. it but i knew people that legit did. it was delicious it was, it was I, I don't remember and anything. the can was cool i remember the can yeah. but so this guy that i'm marrying yeah, yeah, which is a thing yeah. that's very weird to say for me <laughs> as somebody who's like critically always like mostly single oh, wait a second i, I have a question yeah like, was this a like a contest or something it was He's not. Like, Who wants to marry a broadcaster? I get, I, I get why you asked uh, this wasn't that, a bit because yeah. I did that once. Okay, yeah. No, it, it, it's one of those like I, I can't describe it anything else other than like COVID love. In that the speed of it is probably what seems so surprising was that I uh, became single probably like late September of last year. Okay, yeah. and was just like genuinely down with my singleness, like into it, and like cool, this is gonna be fun. I'm excited again. And a friend of mine was like, "Hey, you got to meet this guy." I work with him in law enforcement. Like, we'll set you up. We do a blind date. And the first blind date, we both were like, oh, this is it. Like, this is done. We're done. And we both went home and told our moms, we're going to marry this person. Like, it was that quick. And so then COVID hit. So I I was in a situation where I had uh, just come off a vacation. Then I donated a kidney. So I was like down for like a month. And then COVID hit as soon as I came back out of like having to be, you know, on rest or whatever. And so... We just spent our entire relationship like in this cave. And so we popped back up after, you know, things in the world started to come back mm-hmm. up again. And everyone's like, you're what? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm engaged because like yeah. you go through what we've all been through and you go like, I can go through anything with this guy. Like, yeah, well, that's you, where we are. it was like you guys lived five years. We you, did. Compressed right. time together. And that's what like. So there's like articles about that kind of stuff where it is. It, it, a lot of people for the same reason are getting divorced. It's <laughs> you, the world stops. You have to sit and focus on your relationship and actually see if you can do it. And yeah. a lot of people can't without the world's distractions. And what we found was when the world just rained shit on you, we both were like, okay. like, And yeah. it wasn't just COVID. It was my health. It was his job. It yeah. was all of these things at once mm-hmm. getting just piled on. And as a result, it was like, we can do this. And so that's yeah. kind of where that came from. I think the benefit of that 
the real benefit is more for me than even you because I remember <laughs> I remember when we went to brunch and I was just like, you know, trying not to talk about what I I don't wanna you know, I don't wanna like talk about video games and nerd stuff. You wanna but nerd I, all over our brunch. I don't wanna nerd all over your brunch and I said something like, uh, I, we were just like having the guy talks where we like moved to the side because you and Amy were talking and I said, he said, uh, so what are you into? And I said, right now I'm into, I don't, I don't know. I think I said Ghost of Tsushima at the time. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm really interested in that. And then he went off on a tangent that I didn't even understand. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, he's straight nerd. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I felt like I gained a fiance. <laughs> and that was before you, I think you were still dating. I don't think you were. Yeah, I, no, we were. I asked him if he wanted to marry me before you guys. Well, we, I didn't enough. bring that up. Yeah. You know what's funny is there's this TikTok that's going around where there's this girl. And she's like, ladies. Get you a nerd. And she tries <laughs> to explain. She's like, well, the rest of these women are wondering, where's my man? He's at the club. I yeah. don't know where any, you know, what's he up to? Who's he talking to? She's like, where's my man? He's in the other room playing video games. Yeah. Get you a nerd. You yeah. always know where they are. And I do. I always know where he is. He's playing Ghost of Tsushima in my bed. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try not to. Now you were saying he is a big Surge fan as well. Oh, so yeah, the yeah. Surge thing. So he's a huge <laughs> '90s freak, right? So the other day he sends me a cl- uh, like a link to. So Surge is coming back, like nostalgically. I think maybe Taco Bell's bringing it back or something. But you could buy a case of it online for like thirty bucks. Yeah. And he was like, "Is this a justified purchase?" And I said, "Live your dreams. Yeah. If that's what you want, <laughs> buy the case. I don't care. If you want to drink it, drink it." And he was like, "Oh well, one's for display." And I said, "What do you mean display?" <laughs> and then he says. Well, I'm going to put it on a shelf. Now, he already has the Pepsi thing from the Back to the Future 2. You know that weird looking Pepsi can? No, hold, hold on a so second. There's a hold, hold on a second. <laughs> there's a soda press in everybody, it. Everybody be cool. Hang on. I'll, I'll, I got it. Uh, what's funny is you said the Pepsi thing and a bunch of fucking nerds on this podcast we all talked over each other like I'll tell you what it is Every, everybody it's, it's, it's called it's called Pepsi Perfect alright uh, <laughs> help me because I don't know what it is I just know it's also, weird can, I marry, can I marry this guy yeah. as well it's the yeah. hourglass shaped yeah, no, Pepsi can you don't have to explain it to us we all know what it yes. is I mean you're actually explaining it for the, the people that are listening every time we talk about it he's like you know how much that's worth and I'm like it's not worth anything it's sitting on your desk I give him $100 for it right now oh my god so then can you he just says, send me a photo of it? <laughs> I'll give him $100 for the photo. He says he's going to put the search can on his shelf. And I was like, absolutely not. We're not using soda as decoration. You already have one. And then he says, well, because then I can put it up and then people will want to talk about the 90s with me. Yeah, yeah. And I said, how about I just print a tiny little Picard and put it in a frame that says, ask Nick about the 90s. Then we don't have to hang up a surge can like it's decoration, you monster person. Because that's where we are. I'm gonna it's just going to get cuter and cuter the older he gets. <laughs> Kids, you get in here. Let's talk about the nineties. Yeah, the nineteen nineties. Yes. I feel like you guys were born in the nineteen hundreds. Ew, gross. It's so weird. I feel like he's just sitting. When he gets older, he's gonna be sitting in some room, like just like trading himself up next to his can. Like, God, I hope someone asks me about my. Yeah, that's. I'm telling you, that's what he's doing now. Like, he genuinely will hope that any one of you at any time will be like. What do you think about the 90s? And then he can just unload on you onto all the things and show you his yeah. shirts and show you his memorabilia. That's his like, he's got like 90s shirts, like shirts that he's like, they look like belong at the max from Bayside, you know, like yeah, yeah. Saved by the Bell shirts. He's got a bunch of those ready to go at well, like any one. time. What, what, what's one of his 90s shirts? Like there, like there's, oh goodness. Is it uh, like the, it's what's... Like Tea or like light blue and pink and it's like zigzags the whole way. Oh yeah, Just short sleeve button up. It's like it's, you realize Chris King go. is wearing a shirt for the... I, I would say 80s, actually. Oh, Blades, Blades of Steel? Steel? That's not my Blades of Steel. Yeah, what right. is Blades of Steel? Mm. You know who knows what Blades of Steel is? Nick. Nick, yeah. Nick knows Blades of Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> may, may, I, may I offer a suggestion? Yeah. Uh, I would go with maybe the Surge can. Uh, go ahead and drink it. And then maybe Christmas ornament. And a nice uh, little Christmas uh, ornament... The people come I over don't and they go, that's, that. that's a unique ornament. Wow. Like, have you heard about the 90s? Have you heard the good <laughs> word about the 90s? Very good point. Uh, well, I know Martha he's Stewart. already had said that it's like a Star Wars tree. Like, I don't really do Christmas, but he's like, oh, I got it handled. I already got the tree and I got all the Star Wars ornaments. So the search game can just go on it. But you know what? He probably wouldn't do that. Does he have a tree and then he has a Star Wars tree? Does I he... don't know the answer to that. I bet he has I've a never bunch. Christmas with him. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's gonna, gonna be an interesting yeah, Christmas. That's gonna be a thing. That's, that's a whole thing. Yeah. You guys could definitely do a reality so show. So I was, like... <laughs> I was, because I, I haven't talked to you in a while. Ah. I think since the last time you did a podcast with us, and we lost it. Oh, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> 
but no, uh, I was creeping on your Instagram and I saw your engagement photos. And at first, I just saw I did I just saw like you down on one knee, and I was like, "Is she proposing to a dolphin? What is this?" I uh, propo- oh because we were posing, and then I see and then I like and I was like I was like in my head I was already like making fun of it, and then I saw like the giant fucking dolphin flying majestically in the air, and I was like, "This is the most awesome thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> He's pretty great. So yeah, no, he did a proposal. I got dolphin engaged, is how I say it. So he uh, one of my bucket list things was that I've never touched a dolphin before and I've always wanted to. And so the Indianapolis Zoo, God, I can hear how drunk I am. <laughs> My, you get if it makes, You know what? If it makes you feel any better, Zach is no longer allowed to touch the dolphins. That's where Zach's <laughs> at. And that was the thing. That, that was the thing we agreed not to talk about that this was, episode. That was the deal that the state of Indiana made with Zach is he doesn't go to jail and he never touches a dolphin again. Fair. If it makes you feel any better. But so the zoo does this thing where you can go, you pay extra and you can go back and like swim with the dolphins. Mm. So he had wanted to do that with me and Tony from the show, who's also my very good friend, was yeah. like, neat, she's not going to want to be in a bathing suit and a wetsuit wet, and then you propose to her, she'll kill you. So instead, they modified it and did this whole thing for me so that it was like, oh, well, because COVID, you can't swim with the dolphins, but you can go touch them. So he hired a professional oh. photographer that they lied to me and said was with the zoo and the whole yeah. deal. So we go, and I'm petting the dolphins, I'm playing with them, and then it was like, oh, we're going to use this new toy with the dolphins, and we're going to throw it, and the dolphin's going to bring it back. But it was a Tupperware covered in tape. And I remember thinking, that's not safe. Like, this dolphin's going to eat Tupperware. This is super bad for them. Like, you guys are doing a bad job as the zoo. Turns out, it was inside was like a scroll. So the dolphin brings it back. They're like, oh, let's open it up. And the scroll was like, turn around. And then he proposed to me. And then while we were like making out, the dolphin was like, yeah. Like, jumping behind us. Like, yeah, hooray. And so... It was one of those. I mean, it was pretty great. He I don't want really to take away job. from the majesty. Like, of- you know, it's one of those deals. Like <laughs> I've never heard this story. You know, I'm just dolphins jump behind you. No, it was amazing. He I did a really good job. I don't want to take away from the majesty of that proposal, but it would have been really kind of depressing if the dolphin did die on that type of <laughs> Well, that's like, <laughs> like so I don't know how he'd pull out of that. When like, you walk into this back area where all these tanks are, the first thing the dolphin, one of the dolphins, they're all so curious. And I've ne- I've never been around a dolphin. I was so excited. They're all like, "Hello, who are you?" Just like every dolphin's, just what are you? What are you doing? Yeah. And one of the dolphins brings up a Kong, like a dog Kong. Yeah. But the full size. So I already knew they had toys, but that was like a sturdy ass toy. Yeah. Then she brings in Gladware with some tape on it, and I was like, "This is so unsafe." I saw the other toys. This is not good. Maybe for they couldn't put it in a Kong like a dog with a peanut butter situation. I don't think so. Because it was I don't paper. Know how you get it out. It was yeah. like a paper scroll. I have to cut the Kong. Oh, yeah. paper it doesn't last in it water. Soaked. You right. little Nick ruined our entire our entire deal right there. Did you call him Nick? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Nick or Andrew oh, or no? We all look alike. That's amazing. That's amazing. Just we all like his name right. That's, everyone has three white names in my head. <laughs> All right, ah! ch- all right, Chad. <laughs> Chad, Chris, Nick. Uh, Brian almost died over there. <laughs> well, uh, Nick, you don't know, but Thad, who is Dyke's roommate, uh, called Zach Andrew for weeks. Oh, weeks. seriously? Just to weeks. his face. Where did Andrew come from? I don't know, but I didn't bother correcting him. No, that's, yeah. and that's the thing. Is the best part is that Thad blames Zach because Zach never corrected him. Well. <laughs> I really feel like if somebody's going to use the wrong name that... It's Maybe they have the right name, and I have the wrong name, so kind of audacious for me to You were like, fair enough, right. I'm probably wrong. He's, I'm I probably do look like an Andrew. Way too polite. That's my parents' fault for not naming Andrew, you're fine. Chris King, where were we on the um, fired list? I oh, we uh, I think, God, when we, we the Cheesecake Factory was when I didn't come back because I couldn't remember the menu and the food was over, and then I think we might be to, to uh, McNiven's. So this is where I come in. I, <laughs> this is where I met Chris King, was working at McNiven's. Yeah, I, and um, he did not believe that I was black when he first started working. There. I really don't think you should keep telling people. That. What? This is too racial. It's <laughs> believe it or not, not why he got fired. Uh, <laughs> I, I did. Times. He adamantly refused to believe that I not to my face. I wasn't like no. I'm black, and he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> but like they said something about we the were, black employee. Well, hey. we, I, well, what did no, you think he was? First of all, there's no context of like a bunch of white people like, hey, let's talk about the black guy. <laughs> that's, there's no way that's a, there's no context where that was okay. I don't remember how it came out. <laughs> I don't remember how it came up, but I said, there's no, there's no way to introduce this word. That's okay. But I just, I thought, I just thought he was Samoan. I don't know. Samoan? <laughs> no, he just goes, who are you talking about? There's no other black that works here. <laughs> 
I think it was like it, it's nice. It's nice that it's not. I think it was something in the context of like it's not like it just. It's nice that it's now. It's not just a bunch of white people. And I said, "What are you talking about?" Oh, okay. And then something like that. And then I and like like the new guy. And I said, "He's not black." Something like that. <laughs> and I, I did. I just didn't. I didn't believe it. Wow. And he is. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> You didn't have to convince me. Um, well, yeah, I don't Chris know is still on the fence about He's it. He's on the fence. <laughs> I don't know. One day he'll. But that's yeah. Not why I got fired. But I was fired. Dyke was there the day that the thing. So let me tell you about uh, McDevins. I definitely should have been fired for a lot of different things. A lot. Um, for instance, I used to play a game called "What do you think? Uh, what did you have to drink?" Where drunk people would say, "Hey, can I get something else?" And they were should have been cut off, and I would make them guess on what they had to drink. If they couldn't, they were cut off. <laughs> I would do stuff like that. Uh, and it wasn't that, it was just this guy that came in, he was on, it was his, uh, wedding night and he came in and he was ordering, uh, like a, a rum runner is what he ordered. And hold, I, hold on. You're not even like, set yourself up here. What? They came in like at last call. Yeah. 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 And un, I don't believe they may have talked to somebody, but they didn't, it was not communicated to any of the bar staff. And so they come in last call with like 15 people. Yeah. And we so it was already done. kind of like, oh, oh, it was these, one of those. Yeah, these yeah. Decks. All right. And so, and that's the thing is like, I enjoy fucking with people. I, I've said many times on this podcast, I, my worst, my least favorite thing when someone comes into a restaurant, I don't like when they're having a good time. I don't know why. It just Which is angry. ideal bartender. Everyone <laughs> like people are coming in guy. like, this place is great. And I just like, oh, go fuck yourself. And that's, that's not, that's why I don't wait tables anymore. But he came in and he was just like, Hey, I'm going to get a rum runner. And he was, yeah, came in with a crowd. His new father-in-law had just ordered the exact same order. So, you know, I, I was, you know, kind of when the, uh, you know, kind of telling him that. And, and he said, no, 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 I'm going to get it. And then he started like going through, what was it, why he was getting a rum runner and his new mother-in-law drinks them. And I said, listen, I don't need your backstory. I'll, get some, I'll just make the drink. And that's what I said. <laughs> and Dyke and Max Boots were both there laughing it up. And then that guy said, he really hates me. And then I, I, I don't remember what I said. I gave him his drinks and I thought that was the it. That was the end. Because that was a regular night at McNiven's for Why me. Why were you bringing so much sass to it? That's all the time. Like, this is when you say, I don't like it when people have a good time. Yeah. And then you work in the bar industry. Yeah, not anymore. And the service industry. <laughs> yeah. Like, I see why you do what you do now. Yeah. But I'm saying HR, like, HR, no one's having a good right, time. exactly. <laughs> but you were like, one thing bartenders need to be good at is making sure to squash people's fun. That's what I, yeah, that was, I felt like that was my job. The H, man. Yeah, I don't, there's no reason for it. That's why I don't do it anymore. <laughs> I was having you a great time. You did do it again, though. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I can't kept... do it. <laughs> I will say this, and uh, you're right. In the <laughs> hospitality industry, you should be hospitable. hospitable. Um, <laughs> right. However, like, like I work at a wedding venue every every weekend. Yeah. And for some reason, I, what a professional bartender. What, yeah, what do you do there? Like, <laughs> you a professional bartender? Did you just start being a bartender? Listen, I don't guys, know if you guys I, saw that thing he was doing with the egg earlier, but he is not a professional bartender. Guys, I used to work at the summer camp. And, uh, no, <laughs> uh, no, but like one thing that some people love to name drop every single time, no matter what the, and it's like they come up and they'll be like, I need a so and so. It's for the bride. I need a so and so. Yeah. Is for, that a thing? It's for the mother of the bride. Yeah. That's, yeah. To, it's for the father of the bride. I'm like, so I, make it special? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I won't put the poison it's in it. Different yeah. this time. I won't put my balls in that drink. <laughs> <laughs> or I will. I don't know what they want. Maybe yes. But that's exactly, he's exactly what I'm talking about. Like, people that would come in and they're like, it's my birthday, so make it special. Like You don't understand, I'm different today yes, than exactly if I came right. in tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. And it's not. I need a rum runner, not just a rum runner. I need a rum runner for grandpa. Yeah. Because he just paid for this whole wedding. I don't need it. And he it lost is. an eye in World War II. And it's just like, yeah. you're going to get the rum runner. All right? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's it. That's how I make the drink. That's like, well, no I don't worries. really care. I don't care. Okay. I see what you're saying. Stuff like that. And then, uh, so yeah. And that's the thing is like, it was just a regular, that was a regular old day for me. I call that a Tuesday. But he actually sent the owner of the bar an email on yeah. his honeymoon Yikes. because he had such a bad time. And was so upset about it. So I was called in, and I believe he, you also said back. I believe you didn't say backstory. I believe you said origin story, which really put a, like a nerd spin on it, it which was good. Oh, too it was like, yeah, I don't need the nerd. origin story of why you need yeah, this drink. It was just like a whole thing. He was probably of like, this Dungeons and Dragons guy was like giving me a hard time, <laughs> and I can't with it. It was just a lot of stuff. Like, look, I don't Grandpa need it. Cletus was bit by a radioactive spider, and now he needs a rum runner. <laughs> but and that was the thing. It's like you can stop right there. I'll just make. I saw it as. Listen, I don't need all the stuff. I'm just going to make it anyway. Everything's fine. But what they were hoping for was, oh, that's awesome. 
awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, like, oh, and I don't your, care. And like, dead inside feelings were yeah, like, not today, absolutely. son. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And at the time, I was like, I was waiting, I was bartending there, going to school full fucking time. Like, it was just a lot but of that's things. that's not his fault. No, not. He wrapped all over him. He was fine. You know, the, the, so, I mean, the short, short of that is I was, uh, fine. Right. <laughs> I was told, I was told never to come back and uh, no one needed my backstory. But uh, the funny thing about that is I ran into that guy later. Very nice guy. Mm. The father-in-law who ordered the cocktails before him, dead. Mm. So it ended on. You killed him. <laughs> oh my God. He never drank again. One too many rim runners, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's a guy who knows that. That's on you, yeah. man. That's on you. That guy's not going to be in rush hour three. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know. Uh, and then I think that's it. I think that's it. I mean, I was. I, I, and what'd you, what'd you make from McNiven's? What'd I make? Oh, I made the ahi tuna salad. Yeah. And I then know. we just, uh, it was the pan seared tuna, uh, sashimi grade uh, tuna. And then it was just an arugula. Arugula, sesame seed, nothing super crazy. And then I did the wasabi, uh, wasabi and uh, like a Szechuan dressing on that. Yeah. So now that you've done a harder brunch. Yeah. Do you you just think it's easy? I hated every minute of it. <laughs> this is real stress. I hated I hated the shopping. He called me he called me shopping and he was like, This is terrible. <laughs> I was like, I do I've done this every week for over a year. I hate it like, so much. Yeah. Right. If I was my job on this podcast, I would quit the podcast and kill myself. <laughs> this is why I take this Christopher. I know. Uh happy suicide prevention awareness month, <laughs> no. by the way. Um, yeah, wrong month, bro. If you need to reach out oh. and talk to somebody I didn't know it was the month. Don't call Chris King. <laughs> No, I, I genuinely, I don't like shopping. I don't like grocery shopping. I don't like cooking. I don't like any of it. And that's why it's great that I'm, I'm only on this podcast to because eat. I show up and the food's already there. I get that. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, that sounds nice. So, Sucks for Dyke, though. Nikki Reed, you've yeah. been broadcasting for a decade and a half. Yeah. Um, Ish. Is it, like, I don't know. What do you feel about being a professional broadcaster and also a woman in 2020 do you think it's wow. a good time to be doing it it's 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 the industry's changing it's improving 2020 it, just it's, well, okay, let's, not, everything let's but, go back to 2019 yeah okay <laughs> 2019. It, like here's the, the honest truth is that, is that in many industries and i think radio included it's never easy to be a woman period mm-hmm. yeah the reality of what we face and it's not like oh woe is me it's just that the the setup itself is there is the male host, the funny guy, and what women, what they call, are the whole. And women are called the whole because we what? suck the fun out of it. So funny joke, inappropriate joke, and then the woman, you guys don't. <laughs> guys, don't say that. Yeah. And it's the role we're given. I always call it the Ray Romano sitcom wife. Mm, Our yeah. job is to take your jokes and say, no, it's bad. Don't. So that it makes it even. Yeah. And wow. so it's not so much the time of year that it is or the, you know, women as a whole, I feel like we're getting like a better deal in life. Yeah. But radio still has not caught up to that. And so all, I'm so grateful for the show that I'm on. Yeah. In that the, that's not the dynamic we have. We've been told by many people, consultants, et cetera, to have that dynamic. We've been told you women are supposed to let the boys do the jokes and then pull them back. Wow. And Tony, really? my co-host, the female co-host on our show and I, we fight back against that because yeah. realistically, we're like we wouldn't be friends with those guys if we weren't just as on point with them. Yeah. Dirty yeah. joke wise, sharpness wise, etc. Yeah. We don't fill that whole space. Also, like that seems like a super antiquated way of thinking about things. And kind of the reason why radio is where radio is right now is because it's not a lot of forward thinking, you know, it's, it, it's it, because, and I hate to say this the way it is, but I mean, it's true. It's, it's and the I, owners. I, I, I don't of, mean, I don't mean what you guys are doing. I'm saying the attitude coming yeah, from no, a consultant. Yeah. You know? The people who are running things are older white men. Yeah. Right, right, right. Who right, just right. don't know. Right. And so we've had many consultants, older white men who just say, well, this is how it is. And we're like, hilarious. Neat that you think women are still that way. And I've had fights with bosses about this where I say, Women like sex. Women like drinking. Women like having fun and dirty jokes. And they, our primary audience is women with children. Yeah. They wouldn't listen to us if they weren't okay with that. Yeah. But what you've already decided is you put them in a box that because something came out of their uterus, that they are c- incapable of laughing and being inappropriate and getting drunk and having sex and enjoying it and all those things. So when you put women in that box, then we're forced to stay in that box. So... 
I'm grateful for where I am now and that yeah. like the show I'm on doesn't put us there. No. And if you were to pull us, which I guess in a broad spectrum, we are to know our roles. I'm quote unquote, the slutty one who's out drinking all the time. Now I accept that role gladly and that I'm not really that person. Like I'm not yeah. out like, what's your middle name? Let's go. <laughs> I used to be. No, <laughs> sometimes, but, but in that, I'm not going to be held down by convention. There yeah. are expectations for how I behave or speak or, you know, I'm, I'm not held down by those things. Marriage doesn't define me. Children or no children doesn't define me and all those things. So where I am is great. Radio as a whole has to catch up. Yeah. It doesn't mean there aren't plenty of places that have it or that, you know, are yeah. where we are. Yeah. But it's it's the precedent that it's the male host, the funny guy and the woman who sucks the fun out of the room. And those are your roles. Is that though the is that the only alternative though for the character? Is that either either you're the whole or the whore, or is that just like that's you're just where whole, you fall? The whole, the whore, or the mom. Wow. Honestly, and it's not because there aren't shows that haven't been able to break out and do otherwise. Yeah. But people by nature just put things into categories, mm-hmm. and yeah, so yeah. they don't understand. And so you do like we all play up our pieces on the show more. So like Tony, quote unquote, is the mom. But she's just as fun and inappropriate, probably more inappropriate than I am. There are times where I'm like, Tony, we're going to get in trouble. And she's like, whatever, <laughs> shut up, whore. And like, just runs whore. away. What, but like, she is just as equal, but she's been put in the spot having, you know, a son and two stepchildren. Like, yeah, that's yeah. where she goes now. Yeah. And me having no kids she's and not an actual being married. Mom. Yeah. 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 Me having no kids and not being married at the time it was like, well, this is where you go then because you go yeah. out and you like boys. And so you play your part. Because people need a, pl- a category to put you in. But it doesn't mean you're not a more well-rounded person. It's just that people haven't figured that out 100% yet. I mean, because it's only a snapshot of your personality. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we play characters where it's like, I'm playing the character of somebody who doesn't know how to cook. And then Doug plays a character <laughs> of a professional bartender that he won't stop talking about. We've told him that character doesn't work. He keeps playing it up. And I don't know if you saw him uh, you know, spill his drink all over the place when he was making it with the eggs. But that character's not working for him <laughs> professional or bartender but uh the other question i was gonna ask you though is that is that gonna you think that character that person that you play on the show do you think it's gonna change soon it because it has to because your life is shifting it shifted a hard. lot yeah if you had told 2019 nikki that she was gonna be getting married moving to the suburbs yeah having three stepchildren and a cat i would have punched you in the face <laughs> i would have been like bam like yourself like i'm out i'm not doing this you know uh, yeah. like, that's not who i didn't I know about the stepchildren part. oh there's <laughs> three yeah yeah it's a lot they're wonderful and i i'm so grateful I didn't know that they're a cat. In my, that's crazy like, oh yeah he had a cat <laughs> i was like oh come on dude like at this point like yeah. he was like it's my daughter's cat that's his claim still yeah, yeah. but but no it's gonna be completely different but yeah. i think the audience what i found have been really interested in watching me go through it because they know it's in a concept my nightmare now Going right. into that life, the man that I'm going to be with and the, the kids that they are and the life that it is, it's a lot to be going into. Yeah. The concept itself is my nightmare, but I'm ready. And I'm like, it's one of those where I'm like, this is not at all what I thought life was going to be, but screw it. Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's give it a shot. But you, I mean, they've, sorry, I was just going to say that, the, I mean, a lot of your audience is really invested because yeah. going back to the, going back to the, um, I mean, just in the short time that I've known you, yeah. I've seen a lot of ups and downs. Oh, yeah. Just because obviously I listened to your show for a long time because we noticed I'm like, I'm not that lady. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, they they listened to you. You did go through the dating game. I did. Game we did and a dating all that thing stuff. on air. Yeah. And then he, you guys dated, you we and did? that guy dated for a while. I, I mean, didn't that's, eat the whole egg roll. You got very upset. <sighs> that son of a bitch. Like, I mean, we don't have enough time, but yeah, I, I could I could do a whole episode on that. <laughs> this, listen, this son of a bitch. He, he came a small over. stomach. He was a small everything. He had small stomach, whatever. He asked for the food. We were ordering Chinese. Listen, we can't get into this we now. I, I could. <laughs> He's litigious. We should move on. <laughs> I've had issues with this. If we do a if we do a, if we do a postie here, I'm gonna talk about this egg roll situation because I'm not gonna let it go. It I'm still fine. upsets me. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> but the I would imagine that this is probably good for the show because they've seen you through that whole span. If they've been listening just for the short time that I have, and I would just see watching this new thing and everything going on is that what you're seeing i don't know They're how much fascinated interaction. By it. yeah yeah I no imagine. i've gotten so many messages so many women who have been like hey i was where you were or yeah i know that this is scary for you but let me tell you why you shouldn't be scared or you know 
the suburbs aren't that bad. Like people, like in, in a nice way, they're yeah. they're trying to be like, you're gonna be okay. Is and it? It's really cute. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's probably it's old hat to you by now at this point. But is it? It seems so weird to me to have complete strangers that invested in your life. Like we're nowhere near that level. But like even for for example, if someone just out of context will bring stuff up that we said three weeks ago on the podcast. And I'm what are you talking about and like, yeah. no, remember you said blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, I don't. I, like <laughs> I, I said something through like that's gone. That's dead to me. But I can't imagine someone being like, oh, how's your dating life going? And like, congratulations. Yeah. Like, the thing is though, it, that bizarre. means we're doing our job. And yeah. the same yeah. for you guys. Yeah. If people are remembering things you said that when they see you, they want to bring it up, you're doing your job. So if they don't know anything about me or don't feel like I'm their girlfriend that they can come and talk to in an Applebee's bathroom, right? I'm doing a bad job. Yeah. And so I often get emails and messages from women saying, I know this is creepy. That it, no, I know so much about you. And I'm like, no, that's my point. Yeah, You're supposed yeah. to know. Yeah. You're supposed to feel like you know me. And if we meet at a grocery store, I hope you say hi to me because wow. I'm nothing without those people who feel like they know me. Now, what's the other side of that with creepy dudes? Ooh. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, it's a not great question. Great. The, <laughs> right now, it's great because I can be like engaged, engaged, <laughs> nice, yeah, nice, nice, nice. yeah, which is awesome. But it, it's oh, I'm trying to think about how the politest way to say this. It's I can't not imagine. fun. It's not no. a fun time. In that, I don't ever want to be rude because I think taking the energy in which to say I think you're something and I'd love to take you out or whatever that takes guts, and I don't ever want to be rejectatory like screw you, gross or whatever. Yeah, but I'm always either. like, that's very flattering. Thank you. I'm in a relationship or whatever it is that I do. Um, the the odder stuff, like when I went through that dating thing online or on the show or whatever, yeah. when we broke up, we broke up for reasons that I didn't quite express on the air. Sure. Because at the time I didn't feel comfortable. It was that egg roll thing. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a woman corner me in the grocery store at Kroger and was like, why did you break up? And it was fresh. Like, and it wasn't like, I need closure, bitch. It, it really was. And it so wasn't weird. a relationship in which like I meant it. And yeah. I think he meant it too. It wasn't like that. Like it was an attempt at a relationship. It didn't work out. Yeah. Yeah. But I just remember staring at this woman going like, I'm still a little bruised from everything that happened. And I looked at her and I said, would you like to explain to a stranger how your breakup was? Yeah. And she kind of was taken aback. Like, Oh, I didn't realize I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't realize you weren't a cartoon character. Right. right. That's yeah. exactly you're, you're the clown face at a fast food. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going like, I'm going through a breakup right now. Like, yeah. why do I have? And she was like, well, I just feel like you owe us an explanation. And I was like, I don't. I don't. <laughs> because I'm going to go pick up my cucumbers now. Like, I don't know what you want. <laughs> don't ask what they're for. It's none of your business. But also, like, I don't know you. But in a theory, I understand why they felt that way. I paraded the entire thing on the air. Yeah. And then. When we broke up, I didn't say boo about it. It was literally you know? a reality dating show. It was, and then right. I didn't give them anything as closure. And then because that's, that's yeah, I don't. I I I would never want to do that. This is yeah. this is as close. This tiny little podcast that we do is as close as I would ever want to be. As far as like celebrity or like out there, I don't do the internet. I don't do. I don't, I don't do the. I internet. don't do the internet. I follow people. I don't post a lot <laughs> I don't of stuff. Do the look I don't books. do stuff. I don't know what you're talking and about. I, I remember we were he's from the '90s too. <laughs> I know, right? right? Tell, ask me about the '90s. That's my other T-shirt. Uh, but that's the thing is like, just we were on another podcast and those guys were great, but they knew a lot about us and they were talking about that and like, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But then, yeah, but that's the thing is like, I. Nikki, I've seen you out where we've been out and people have come to talk to you and I said and I and I've saw seen that where guys are coming to you and you know just talking to you like they know you're like I hate this I hate the whole thing I don't know how you do it and you handle it obviously very very well. Most of the time, my my first concept is did I meet you drunk at a party and I don't remember. <laughs> so my response every time is Hey, how yeah, are yeah, you? Yeah. No, yeah, what have you been up to? Trying to determine if it's an actual human I know or if it's a listener. And by then, it just feels like we're friends and I hug them at the end and bail out and I don't. I feel like this has gone full circle. Like now you're the Lady Gaga and someone's trying to take your picture. (laughs) And Chris King's like, put, don't be cool. Be cool. (laughs) That's right. Well, but I, I remember, I don't know if you remember when I worked at Lids, there was a uh, woman that worked with me and he it was her first day, and, and he we worked were, at a kiosk in the mall. This was two, two years <laughs> no, it's ago. Not, no joke. Real side story is that Dyke did. When I told Dyke I was working at Lids, he thought I was working at the goddamn mall. Adorable. <laughs> Circle Center, some of us did. Journeys, <laughs> I got fired. Uh, yeah, so there was a girl that worked there, and she said, My favorite thing in the world is the Smiley Show. 
And I just, she met you, like, of course you don't remember because you meet people all the time, but she said, and then she said, Nikki Reed is is my favorite person on this show. And like an asshole, I was just excited to know anything about anything. I'm like, I know her! And then, and that one, that was the deal is she would always ask me, like, we were just talking well, about work Because you basically things. live with me. Well, we a, basically a, live out together. Out of context, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. <That's super> weird. <laughs> I mean, I live with your girlfriend. You live with my girlfriend. You yeah. were roommates, but the people that listen to our show don't, maybe don't know that. I live with his know. girlfriend. Now his wife. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, wife, I said yeah, that? yeah, yeah. He always forgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you mentioned I forget. that? I we were, always we were forget. on a podcast this week, and he said, blah, blah, my girlfriend. I was like, you're married, bro. I forget. <laughs> I keep forgetting. I texted Amy earlier. I was like, your stupid husband didn't respond to my text. And she was like, weird that you typed that. And I'm weird <laughs> that I typed it, too. What's funny is she said, when can Nikki come over? And I said, whenever. I thought I thought what I texted you was I enough. said, how soon is too soon because I'm excitable. <laughs> and then you never responded. I don't do the, I don't do text either. Dyke knows. He yells at me all I'm the time for not texting back I'm fast enough. Guest. Yeah, I'm terrible. He's, I mean, he's just a terrible friend. That's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think we're gonna do much for your social media, but do you have any plugs? <laughs> oh sure. Um, yeah. So if you want to follow me, <laughs> if you want to follow me on anything, um, I'm Nikki WZPL N I K K I WZPL on Twitter and on Facebook and on Instagram. Those were all used. So I'm Nikki Images. <laughs> not great. Whoa. Not proud of it. Nikki Images. Nikki Reed, Nikki Radio, all those fun things were all taken. No. I, I thought you Nikki just worked at like an Olin Mills because I remember seeing your <laughs> and Nikki Images and like I, I thought it was like a yeah. side gig where you were like selling pictures of Sounds like you're trying new. to start a glamour shot. <laughs> it was new. I panicked. I was like, well, these are my pictures. There's like a picture of Nikki like, and then like a bigger picture of your just your face <laughs> behind it. Couldn't be like Nikki pictures. It was just like Nikki. I don't images. Yeah. I got I panicked. I remember yeah. If you want to see a picture of Nikki Reed with lasers behind her check out nikki images <laughs> uh so yeah we're gonna be posting uh all this week we're gonna be put a presentation of uh chris king's lovely dishes one a day and we'll tag you in them oh thanks yeah. man all week long <laughs> don't, you don't need to thank us you're definitely doing that oh can i also plug one more thing yeah, just in general Kidney donation, yes. it's a thing you should do it. It's really easy to do, and if you uh, if you are a healthy person, it's really capable. You can live after donating a kidney. Look into it. Just there. Yeah. Do you get a checkup on your old kidney? Do you like? Are you no, like- my new one. My old, my only one's doing killer. It's doing great. No, no, no. The person that <gasps> oh, got yours. Yeah. All that I know, she's doing great. Um, we were supposed to meet, and then COVID. Uh, and sure. they're on immunosuppressive drugs, so they can't. Yeah, really and she's can. super young. So uh, I just know that hopefully one like day it kid? will happen. Uh, yeah, she's 18. She was 17 when the donation happened. Turned 18 not that long ago. So uh, See, I feel like I would be overbearing if a 17-year-old had my kidney. Be like, what are you, what are you doing with that? What are you doing with that? Hey, wait. There. I don't know who she is. Eating healthy, right? You're eating healthy? <laughs> can't do it. But I think she'll, be, I think she'll do great. But, I, uh, it's more just that, you know. One day we'll meet. Hopefully, I don't know her, but I hope someday. That's but if awesome. people are interested, they if they're interested in do that, they can follow your journey Absolutely. of the kidney donation. Go to, to YouTube. How, yeah, look up Nikki Reed kidney donation. There's a whole. I do all the videos, so you know all the tests you yeah. have to go through, everything that happens. But it's it's much easier than you think. That's all. And then if you want to see pictures of it, it's at Nikki's Kidney Images. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the kidney. <laughs> Like that Chris Evans dick. Actually, you don't know that you don't know that it's her kidney. I don't want to brag, dark. but the surgeons who took it out said it was a perfect kidney. It's a, wow, it's America's kidney. Perfect. <laughs> it's America's kidney. All right, we'll see you next time. Thank you, guys. Bye.